First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Well, we keep hoping that at some point we're going to get ride hailing in this province. But, you know, we've talked about it for years. Then I started to feel a slight glimmer of hope that maybe by the end of this year, but now with this latest news from the city of Vancouver, I just don't know. So the latest meeting of Vancouver City Council got underway about an hour or so ago. Right now, they're actually discussing potential bylaws that ride-hailing drivers would have to adhere to before they can actually hit the road and pick up driver or pick up uh, riders in the city of Vancouver. So among these proposals, the need for a business license. Ah, but here's the thing. That business license would only be valid in the city of Vancouver, even though there is another category for business licenses that does allow all sorts of companies to buy like what it's like a they call it like a mobile Metro Vancouver business license meaning that you can operate all over Metro Vancouver for some reason they're not putting this in that category no no they're making it just a city of Vancouver license they're also considering a congestion tax of 30 cents for each pickup and then 30 cents for each drop-off. Now, that would apply between 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. in the downtown core and in areas east of Burrard, north of 16th, west of Clark. So just certain areas that congestion charge would apply. Now, Lon LeClaire is a director of transportation for the city of Vancouver, and he explained to the council meeting just a few moments ago the whole rationale behind this congestion charge. We're trying to discourage uh, too many um vehicles from circulating in a congested area hoping for a pickup. Right. And so the, the idea is to add a, a surcharge uh, in the area and the times of day uh, when we see that congestion to encourage uh, those companies to, or the, op, the drivers, uh, to kind of be other places. And uh, it's one of those things where in many cities, uh, a lot of the experience is that you have a whole bunch of people in the area where you get a lot of pickup activity. All right, so that is Lon LeClaire, the Director of Transportation, speaking just moments ago at Vancouver City Council. Now, as I mentioned, that meeting is ongoing right now. One of the people attending is Ian Tostenson, the President and CEO of the lobby group that is called Ride Sharing Now for BC. So we caught up to him before he went into that meeting to talk about what the City of Vancouver is doing today. Ian, thank you very much for joining us to talk about this today. Now, you have some concerns about what the city of Vancouver is talking about today. Why is that? Well, what they're proposing, Simi, is a licensing fee per car of $155, which means that um, if, you know, Lyft or Uber has uh, a car they've approved, um, that car would attract a $155 licensing fee every single year. So in this example, if we had, say, a 1,000 cars driving through those companies at, say, even $100, it's $100,000 a year annually. So the numbers get really big because the impact could happen in every single municipality. So Surrey could do the same thing, and Langley, and, you know, Burnaby. And then suddenly, there's, we're talking millions of dollars 
for a rideshare driver to operate across municipal boundaries, which is the whole point of the exercise. So um, we are hoping we can convince them to let TransLink is doing a study on a regional licensing fee for the entire Metro Vancouver. And we hope that the city of Vancouver will just put this aside and let TransLink do their work and then come up with a reasonable fee that'll cover all the municipalities. Right. Now, why do you think they're doing it this way, though, Ian? Because there are those mobile business licenses that some businesses can have that allow them to operate all over Metro Vancouver. Why wouldn't we just have the same rules for these businesses? You know, I think um, I would be really surprised if the city of Vancouver uh, councillors even know about the mobile business license because they are new and, and this is part of the problem. And I think the other problem is I don't think they really understand how the ride sharing platform works. It needs to, you know, it needs to be ubiquitous. It needs to go across um, the lines of municipalities. And so they're looking at this from a very sort of myopic Vancouver perspective as, you know, our, our city and our licensing scheme. I don't think that they really understand that the implications of what they do here could spread throughout the, um, the, the uh, other parts of Metro Vancouver. So a lot of this is awareness. It's new. I mean, even when we had a sort of a preliminary meeting with the city, um, they sort of admitted, look, this is all new stuff for us. I mean, we have no authority to, to um, control taxis and ride-sharing because the province has an authority now. But um, they do have the authority on things like congestion and licensing fees. So I think they're looking at this strictly from this is the city and this is what we're responsible for. I don't think they're considering the implications across across the regions. Right. Because if they do this, uh, and, you know, we heard that Surrey Mayor Doug McCallum has said that he would deny business licenses to the rideshare companies in, in his jurisdiction. Doesn't that mean then that other cities could deny business licenses? Well, it turns out on that note, he can't do that. He can't prevent them from operating. So he has to put a, a business license scheme in place. He can't override that. But what's becoming apparent now is that um, the municipalities appear to be able to be able to charge whatever they want to charge. This is such a, uh, you know, I mean, this goes on and on, right? I mean, we got through all the provincial stuff, and now the municipalities are playing politics with this again. And uh, But this is a very significant issue because the cost, um, well, I guess Surrey, if they want, for example, if Surrey wanted to make a licensing fee of $500, no one's going to operate there. I guess the mayor is going to get what he wants, but they're not servicing the citizens of Surrey. So we've got a little bit of ways to go here. It's a significant issue. It could, it could impair the, the company's ability to, to work. Or um, the other consideration is the companies say, well, listen, Simi, if you're going to be a driver for us, you're going to have to pay these fees. And yeah. suddenly if you're going to operate in 12 municipalities, Simi's going to pay 1200 bucks. And Simi's doing this to make money as a part-time driver. Yeah. Simi's not, you know what I mean? So it, they're not being sensitive, I don't think, to the implications of what this means because ultimately... At the end of the day, the consumer is going to pay. And oh. when they talk about affordability, they miss the point. Oh, we don't even know what the ICBC rate is going to be yet. So you're talking about all these license fees on top of what your insurance is going to be. <coughs> hmm I mean, that sounds... ICBC uh, scheme. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they've, I think they're, they're, they're pretty good with that. ICBC, um, it's interesting where they've done it. It's kind of innovative is that um, the insurance cuts in, uh, clicks in when... The, um, when the rideshare driver actually signs on for a ride. So they're covered during that commercial part of the operation. Then when they sign off, it goes back to normal insurance. So it's different than a taxi. But, you know, taxis go, well, we pay so much insurance. But then the taxi guys, they're running 24 hours a day. So they have to sort of keep that in account. Ride-sharing people aren't, as you know, they're about 18 right. hours a week. 
Right. Okay. So you're right. This is going to make it cost prohibitive for people. Now, Ian, you're starting to sound a bit discouraged because for a while there was like positive signs. We thought this was actually going well, to happen. Yeah. I, I think it's going to happen. It gets tiring to to continue. It's just like, a, you know, it's like putting out fires. I mean, we, you know, we had this a couple of weeks ago. We had Siri saying, oh, boy, we don't want this. And then it became Delta. And they make all these ridiculous uh, comments about ride sharing because they don't know. You know, Lois Jackson doesn't understand the concept of ride-sharing, but she goes out and makes public comment. So you're, we're constantly in the case of trying to correct the record, get the facts out, make it reasonable, uh, help these, these counselors make these decisions. It just gets tiring. I'm, yeah. I know we're going to have ride-sharing. I, I know we are, but it just... You know, come on, you guys. Like, I, I don't understand. Just, what I don't understand about counselors and, and politicians who are speaking out about this is... You know, the regular person will email me all the time to say, I used it in this city. I used it in this city. Are you telling me that all of these counselors, out of curiosity about this thing, have not even tried to use this or see what it's all about in other places? I think <laughs> I think there's some truth to that. I think there are some counselors that have never experienced it. I know there's some provincial politicians that have never experienced it, yet they have very strong opinions on it, and they're largely vested in the politics of the issue. I mean, Lois Jackson went out and was talking about how unsafe. We haven't studied. She goes, we haven't studied this enough. I don't think it's safe. You don't. So these companies have done, mm, I think, something like a billion rides now since the inception of ride sharing in the world. And she has the, the right to make those kind of comments. So it is. It's, it's inexperience. And, it's, and, uh, and then when it's not inexperience, they just throw stuff out there because, you know, there's the politics of the taxi industry. Uh, so... Do you think we'll it's still, there, yeah, Cindy. okay, yeah. Do you, yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Do you think we're still going to get there, or is this going to put a delay? We were thinking that maybe by Christmas, does that still sound realistic to you? Yeah, yeah, I think so, for sure. I mean, and I guess what's going to, you know, what's going to happen is that there is going to be uh, such disappointment in this province, well, in Metro Vancouver initially, if this goes sideways because of a bunch of short-sighted politicians, I think that people will put up with this as such a strong expectation and demand and um, by the public for this. I just think that we, this is going to be really tough for the politicians to sort of do stupid things to kill it. So that's why I remain optimistic. But for everybody in behind the scenes is trying to get everything straightened out here. It just gets a bit, <laughs> a bit ridiculous. But we're not going to give up and we're going to get it done. We will see about that, Ian. We're, I, I always say that I won't believe it until I'm actually in the car taking the ride uh, for, you know, for the first time. We're going time. together, Simi, you and me, <laughs> first ride. Thanks, Ian. <laughs> Okay, bye, Simi. That's Ian Tostenson, the president and CEO uh, of Ride Sharing Now BC. He's also, of course, a head of the BC Restaurant and Food Services Association, but he has been definitely lobbying for some uh, ride hailing coming to this province for a couple of years now.